the lap courses are, are great. You know, some people don't really like them, but in a competitive environment like this, it's crucial. Like, I just love knowing where I'm at, counting the people, counting the teams. Hello and welcome to No Finish Line podcast featuring athlete interviews and discussion on running, training, traveling and adventure. I'm your host, John O'Regan, and in this episode, Paul Martelletti is in conversation with Great Britain team manager, Joe Zakszewski. Paul has represented Great Britain in the 100k and 50k World Championships. He holds the Guinness World Record for fastest marathon dressed as Spider-Man with an incredible time of 2 hours, 29 minutes and 57 seconds. Paul also won the Great Britain leg of the inaugural Wings for Life World Run, placing 5th in the world rankings, and he is also a prolific park runner. In 2014, Paul ran the fastest 100k ever ran in Ireland during the Energia 24-hour track race. He covered the 100km distance in a time of 6 hours, 57 minutes and 22 seconds. This interview was recorded back at the Athlete Village a few hours after the 50km World Championships in Brasov, Romania. I'm Joe Zakszewski, the team manager for the British 50k team out here at the World Championships in Romania. With me is Paul Martelletti, who back in 2012 set the New Zealand and Oceania 50k record of two hours 50 minutes. Since then, Paul has joined the Great Britain team and was now running for Britain today. So, Paul, could you tell us a bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, um, so I guess back in the day, <laughs> I... I you know 400 800 meters at school um reasonably fast i guess but not you know super good to get to the next level and then literally since i i came to the uk like 2006 after spending like what eight or nine years of no exercise bit chubby but uh got into you know playing a bit of rugby as well <laughs> that was always good i was quite stocky so and i had the speed so that really helped my um helped me in rugby and um, but since coming to the UK, I started just running, you know, running from work really, um, as a way to avoid the tube because you know London tube is notoriously horrible. And I guess the there was a there's a guy at my work actually, and he suggested, oh, we should, you know, I see you like running, we should um do the London Marathon. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh, hmm, because I do distinctly remember doing a half marathon whilst in New Zealand, and I said to my wife I was like there is no way I'm gonna run a marathon because that would mean I'd have to run for like three hours or more so I was like nah not happening but so he made this silly suggestion and I was like because I'd started liking the running I thought okay um so I looked up how to get in and the only way in was to run um what was what's well, the good for age time which was a sub three hour marathon and so here I am running like three times a week you know like eight miles most at the most maybe I did a 13 miler in like four weeks out this is when I decided to do my qualifying marathon I started to go oh I better do a long run so <laughs> ended up doing a, like literally two 20 plus milers one of them was a 24 miler like at sub three hour pace so literally I could have probably run three hours in that training run but I ended up running uh, 258 which I had no idea, you know, that it's actually a pretty good time, um, especially for, I was doing like 30 miles a week, not really training that much, no long runs, so I didn't really realise the potential there. Um, And then seven months later, 
after getting the London qualifying time, trained a bit more properly, up my mileage to 60, and ended up running a half hour PB seven months later of 228. So things really just snowballed from there because it became a, a bit of an addiction, you know, like just wanting to better yourself. You know, you know you can improve, you can up your mileage, you can do better sessions. There's all these things. I was so new to it, I had no idea how to improve, what to do. So yeah, it was just snowballed from there and just, you know, you got better and better. You know, got my PB down to 216. Um, and then I just, yeah, had the ultimate. And and now you're running sub three hour 50Ks. I bet your wife wishes she'd uh, persuaded you not to start running it at first. Um, how did you find uh, the race today? Because it was quite hot. We're, travel wasn't the easiest getting here, arriving late, time zone differences. Just tell us a little bit about how it went today. Yeah, so the travel, yeah, that's you can't really do much about that sometimes. Maybe I could have got more sleep, but whatever. It is what it is. It's only like one or two nights. It's not, you know, too bad. But today, I know it was knew it was going to be quite warm, as you do in these last week or two of tapering for a big race. You basically check the weather every every hour or or more, um, maybe. <laughs> but I knew it was going to be quite warm. Getting up to I think twenty five degrees, maybe by the end. But I because of that, I done it a few times I kind of try and prepare a little bit we were lucky we had a really good summer so training in the heat was obviously brilliant you know running kind of marathon pace sessions in the heat is like a quite a good sign marathon pace being like you know low like 5.15 a mile or something um, and then I also do a few you know stints in the steam room so I'd done I don't know let's say a dozen kind of 24 20 to half 20 minutes to half an hour stints just sitting in the steam room to try and help me my body get used to sweating and all the good stuff that goes with that was it plasma volume and all this good stuff i don't know um not just sweating the alcohol out then no i'm actually a terrible drinker as in i'm a typical uh, that's my kiwi trait but typical binge drinker (laughs) so it's all or nothing really But no, the race today, um, I wasn't too worried about the heat. I knew it would like affect timing. Um, you'd, you'd might it might start okay, and then you'd you know naturally it would get harder. But I was kind of going off heart rates. I know like my marathon heart rate, so I know that if I keep it under marathon heart rate, I'm pretty close to my limit. Like so, I had like an upper limit that I didn't want to go over. And that was really noticeable on the because of the way the course is for like you do a 5k lap and then there was nine a 9k lap four and a half k out of that 9k loop there's a slight incline and I was really noticing that I had to hold back and let the group ahead of me go to keep you know keep myself in check and then it wouldn't take long on the downhill and and I'd sort of pull them back you know my heart rate was always where I wanted it to be so things were looking quite good early on. And then I think it was like 20, just before 23K, I had a port-a-lose stop, which to be fair, it was, didn't lose too much time, like less than 30 seconds. At that sort of point, the race really kicked on. Like we were a group of about 16 in the lead group. Um, I think we were running approximately 252 pace on average by that point. And they really just kicked on then and opened up you know the gap I'd lost because of the toilet stop and then they just you know put in five or ten seconds a k on me which became really noticeable as as I was like clocking each point trying to assess how far I I thought I could pull them back but I didn't really realize that 
they were really pushing on. Um, and then I ended up doing that lap on my own, actually. Uh, so I lost quite a bit of time there. But luckily, um, one of my teammates, Alex, he, he was not far behind. He caught, he caught me up. There was a little bit of I could see he was catching me and I didn't want to push myself on and gap him as such whereas I'd rather I sort of I wouldn't say let him catch me but you know I didn't make too much effort to to keep my pace high enough if that makes sense so I'd rather be in a little bit of a group share a bit of the work just keep you going and that really helped that fourth lap to keep going and watching the race I think it was really noticeable um that you and Alex were running together and at the end he was starting to struggle a bit and you're a more experienced ultra runner you were encouraging him cheering him on right into the last lap you were actually cheering for him as he was starting to drop off your pace so well done for that it, teamwork there and you guys came home with a team bronze medal so congratulations yeah th- and that was the thing like I, you know yeah the lap courses are, are great you know some people don't really like them but in a competitive environment like this it's crucial like I just love knowing where I'm at counting the people counting the teams so I could see that we were you know in my head we we were the third team because we were the third team behind uh, South Africa and Germany because the other two teams that were ahead of us only had two runners so I could see we had the next team with a three I didn't know time-wise or anything but it sort of was a good indication so I did say to Alex at the start of the that second to last lap that you know let's just kind of don't do anything silly now let's get to the other end we'll turn around and then that's when we you know we should look to push on because you don't want to sort of be pushing too much on that uphill Um, I mean if you feel great then go for it but you got to see me at the end of the uphill it must have been good yeah it spurred me on (laughs) so but inevitably, I was just running a pace and he did drop off, but then he wasn't too far behind. So as you say, I, it was just like, you know, I knew we were in that good position. So I just really wanted to encourage him to keep going. And so, yeah, it was really good that, he, you know, he didn't finish too far behind. And I think we ended up it was a, as a team, the men's team, I mean, um, it was awesome. We got ended up with the new first, fourth and sixth uh, all-time British 50K times. And Kevin must have been very close to top 10 as well, actually. He, he, he was pretty close, yeah. Brilliant. Well done. And um, another thing I just thought I'd ask you is you're, you're quite well known as quite a high mileage runner who races quite a lot, but you also managed to keep all that speed. Um, I know you set the Vet 40 Park Run record last weekend. Congratulations for that. What do you prefer, the, the distance, the speed, or what would you like to tell people about what you do and why you like doing it yeah I do I do love running a lot of miles um trying to keep the speed up is I do find it hard so if you're running in a group you know that helps to encourage you to just hang on um but also parkrun I find I know it's not a race but it gives you that little kind of race-like feel that you know it's, it's going to go on like against your name somewhere on on the internet it's going to be there forever you know so it gives you that little incentive to try that much harder and so I just love doing those just bashing out like a really quick park run every now and then and yeah it it can be hard like I know it's an early morning you know nine o'clock you've got to to do it well I find I have to get up early you know 
like treat it like a race almost get up early have something to eat get your body moving it makes it just makes a huge difference but it's a great way like i've met so many awesome people at parkrun all levels are running you know some of our best friends are like parkrunners they might run 20 minutes 30 minutes 40 minutes 50 minutes it's like it's just so inclusive and yeah just it's so cool I think you're quite inclusive too. You can one week run a PB at Parkrun, the next week you can pace somebody a lot slower like me. So that's been great too. You've also you're also quite well known as running a Spider Man, doing a few races like that. What about a fifty K Spider Man record? What would that be? Yeah, I think um I, I think the fifty K fancy dress records aren't really as, as sought after as the marathon ones. I guess it's just there's a lack of uh open events, you know? But I I think I'm going to go back to do the the superhero one one day. Someone beat it running about 226, I believe. It's my 229. How very dare they. So, yeah, so I'm going to I'm I'm going to break out the Spidey costume again or maybe a new superhero, but I do like Spidey and it's funny occasionally running along the Thames in London or something, someone will give me a shout out like, "Hey Spidey," you know, it's like it's pretty cool. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, brilliant. And are you going to have a rest? Are you going to have a half a day off or what? what's next for you? To be fair, I, I don't really know. I was looking at an autumn marathon. It's because it's um Olympic qualifying kind of window and year. It's all of the big marathons that I, you know, probably could normally get into relatively easy, let's say. They, they seem to have sort of filled up very fast with their sort of elite fields and things. So... I'm gonna have a little look around. Maybe I've got some entries in in some races, but that they may not work due to personal things. But yeah, I'll have a look around, and ultimately I'll try and get a marathon in. And then I'm probably gonna look towards next year. There's 100k championships and things, so you know another another run for for GB would be would be awesome. And I've got unfinished business with 100k because the last one I did as you know Joe you ran it as well in Doha it was a uh, yeah it's, it was interesting and, and I think it's going to be interesting the world championships coming up with the midnight marathon in Doha so I think a lot more people will have an appreciation for what pain we went through yes and um, also you've just entered a new age category so there's a few new records to be got there is there yeah that's the, the great thing isn't it sometimes with with getting old like you think, oh no, I'm getting old. That, you know, that's not the greatest thing, but it's it's a new challenge. You know, you can set your set your new targets, and I mean, some of the the age group records are phenomenal. Like, I mean, you know, the one that the ultimate one, not the oh, I think it's not the ultimate, but the one that is really in, inspiring, and the one you know, a, a few people are looking at is Steve Way's you know two fifteen v forty marathon record, like brilliant run and it's you know there's it's just it's just it's on the radar I just I just don't know if I can do it just don't know when <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah everything has to go well because obviously it's quicker than my PB so to be running a PB at 40 is you know it's take something especially when I set my PB eight years ago oh so maybe due revision never say never yeah well the last four years I've been within seven seconds 19 seconds yeah like 30 40 seconds four times I've been so close and I just need something need it to all go well on the day um and it's definitely there you know definitely there to smash 
Well, that's great. And I'd just like to say it was great being able to support you and all the rest of the team today. But is there anything else that you'd like to mention to us, say to us, words of wisdom? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was great having the support of the team and the drinks and everything. It went so smoothly. The race itself has been great. The organisation, they just, you know, they look after you well and everything seems to run like clockwork. So... Yeah, and it's a it's a really lovely location out here in Brashov. Like, love to come here. Well, I don't ski, but it like it looks like it'll be an amazing place in the winter. So yeah, a bit jealous that we got such hot weather. Really. Well, you'll have to come back and see it. But thanks again for taking your time to speak to us. Yeah, thank you.